0: you're listening to nursing review radio i'm health editor dallas bastian and i'm joined by megan grisman who was diagnosed with breast cancer at 28 and again at 33 the battles have made megan determined to become a midwife and to help in any way possible in the fight against breast cancer thank you for joining me megan no problem thanks
1: for having me
0: when did you know you wanted to become a midwife and how did your battle with cancer affect that decision?
1: Uh, I'd actually thought about it for uh, quite a while on and off, and um I suppose just uh, you know life got in the way and um you know different different things happened along the way um children and marriage and and uh, work and everything else and it was kind of um i suppose over the right time, but um it was sort of something that I kept thinking more and more about as as I was sort of getting older, and then um obviously um being diagnosed um with cancer um it it does change um sort of how you look at life and and what's important and you know um and for me that was um, um basically looking at um what makes me happy, and you know there was parts of my life that I wasn't happy with and um that I wanted to do better. And uh, so I just decided to basically take the plunge, and, um, yeah, um, that was kind of the, the, the catalyst was, yep, okay, we need, really need to do something here and, you know, I've, I've been given a second opportunity to, to, um, to live life the, the way I want to live it and, yeah, so I decided to, to do it.
0: What has your university experience been like so far?
1: Um, it's actually been really good. Um, I, I went to um, university of South News high school. Uh, it wasn't a very good experience for me. I, I moved away from home, and um, um, it kind of was probably I just went for the sake of um, of because it was what is what was expected of you, not really doing something that I was passionate about, and. Um, um i only really did it for a year and a half and um then i decided um to go this time around and i was i was a bit hesitant I had to do the um the bridging program to um first up to get myself um in a in a position to be able to apply for a course and um straight straight from the get go i just i found it really great um you know it's it's good to me that um is just down the road from where I live, so it's close and um and easy but you know just to juggle work and um and the kids and so forth. Um, but the the whole culture that that's there is totally different. It's it's from, you know, what I experienced when I left school the first time. There's a lot of support, um, you know, in regards to obviously just um you know, I found even the tutors and the teacher a lot more supportive and the programs that are out there, like academic skills and to help with the essays and um yeah, and, and, and that the way they teach as well. There's you know, the technology is a bit more advanced now, so there's all these different ways that um, you know, depending on what type of learner that you are, that you can find to actually um, to help you get the content. Um, so I'm really loving it. And um, I'm sort of getting into the uh, hands-on bit of, of um, nursing library at the moment. So um, that's, that's, that's a bit exciting. Um, yeah, so I've got my first placement um, at the end of this year, actually. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: You said you gave yourself all these excuses as to why you couldn't go to university looking yeah. back what what do you make of your your hesitance to start studying
1: um there was a lot sort of going on at the time um and i, I suppose initially it was you know I was a mother and you know that that was my job and you know it, work was kind of you know just a a way to um you know to support my family and um and then initially um then uh, I had a marriage um breakdown after my second um cancer diagnosis and um which was you know um which for me was actually um a, a good thing that was you know one thing that in my life that I, that I needed to um to deal with and um so I did that and once I sort of came through the other side of that I started to get a lot of um, more self confidence and I started talking about um, you know, to close friends and family, you know, the idea that I had that maybe, you know, I might do this and um, it was actually them going, you know, and I never had, you know, I've sort of probably a dozen people that I've sort of spoken to, all of them said, yeah, you should do it, you'd make a great nurse or a great midwife and, um, you know, I spoke it with them just saying, you know, that belief in me it was, there was no hesitation in them saying that, and I thought, well, if these people believe in me, I should just start believing in myself and just, and do it, and what's the worst that can happen, you know, the worst can happen is that I either don't like it and I join something else, or, you know, if I fail, I just get up and then, and I'll go again, you know, and I suppose the cancer thing kicks in there as well, and, you know, your determination and, and your, um, um, yeah, your, your perseverance, I suppose, and, you know, there's, been days where you go through treatment and stuff where you, yeah, you have to sort of put your head down and then keep going and I suppose that was one of them that I took that with me and yeah, it's been a bit of a struggle, you know, obviously with time management with um, my boys and um, and juggling two jobs and, and stuff like that but um, yeah, I've sort of started to get a bit of a equilibrium happening which is good, so mm-hmm. yeah.
0: You're also one of the faces for a major fundraising and awareness campaign for the National Breast Cancer Foundation and the Australian Institute for Bioengineering and Nanotechnology. What is that project about and why did you want to get involved?
1: Um, so I heard about this um, project, a um, um, lady named Rochelle, she's the brains behind it all. She posted on a, um, a closed uh, Facebook group um, called um, Young Kick Sisters, and it's um, a group for people under, um, under the age of 40. And... Um, yeah you know, we just get on there, and you know we get the forum for us to talk and and she posted something on there and um when I was diagnosed initially um when i was twenty eight with cancer after I sort of um over all all my operations and so forth it was it was an it was it was very similar to an idea that I'd come up with and um which was to sort of do a calendar of um you know of breast cancer survivors and particularly under forty because um, yeah, it's spoken about the older generation a lot, but sort of under forty, it's um, it's coming more common now, unfortunately. But at, at that stage, it wasn't. Um, just to bring awareness and to show that you know, despite all the surgeries and the treatments and everything that we have, um, you know, we're we still are a woman, and um, you know, and beautiful at that. So when I saw this, I rang her the, the next day, and um, we we clicked, and um, yeah so we there was a lot of us that were interested so we had to apply for it and I was lucky enough to um to be picked and um and the brief was that um basically all the ladies uh, obviously um were diagnosed under 40 and um we were um um with a body paint calendar so we're um, painted by Wendy Fantasia a Melbourne um body artist and um on a um with a chop of a unique location. So my one is um of Majimba Islands, which is up here on the Sunshine Coast. Um there's some ladies in Melbourne and um in Sydney with the Opera House and the Hubbard Bridge in the background, um the three sisters as well. So um it's all iconic locations in Australia. All body painted up and uh, for me the calendar is about as I said before, um you know when I when I first saw it it was um I suppose a an opportunity to um, do something amazing that you probably would never get the opportunity, the opportunity to do in a lifetime but um, also the whole experience was amazing like you know we it was like being you know a model for a day um, obviously the center of attention was on you and the work of art was that that Wendy did was just amazing and uh, it, it made us feel all of us um, just so empowered and 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 beautiful and you know a lot of us have been through a lot you know we've lost our hair and we've put on weight with the chemotherapy treatments and um, and so forth so that was um a, a you know just a, a nice way to make us feel better within ourselves and make ourselves feel beautiful after everything that we've been through um, you know like myself I've you know I've had a double mastectomy and reconstruction so um, you know that was obviously a big thing is being um body painted and mm-hmm. um all of the other girls there's one girl that hasn't been reconstructed as well so that's um you know it's a big deal for us to do that. Um then also on the other side it's raising money for these um you know two organizations that do a lot and um you know that have done a lot for us um in giving us the treatments that enabled us to, to beat this disease. So um yeah we're it's it's um I think both of us are on a Um, a two-pronged journey here. Obviously there's a section of uh, it for us to make us feel better and um, not not better, it's probably not the worst, but um, you know, beautiful and and everything after everything we've been through, but also raising money for um, the National Breast Cancer Foundation and also the Institute, which is doing um, amazing work um, that um, will hopefully um, change the way that cancer is looked at um, in in the coming years, which is very exciting.
0: What do you hope people battling cancer and and other members of the of the public take away from the photos in the calendar?
1: Um, just to show that um, I, I suppose um, for, for nearly diagnosed um, women that you know, despite um, the road ahead, there is a, a light at the end of the tunnel, and you do come out the other side, and um, and you do come out and you can still be, um, you know, a whole woman, you know. A lot of ladies these days do lose one or two breasts. Um, some of them have, um, you know, their ovaries um, taken out to reduce their risk. Um, plus, you know, obviously the surgeries and the scars and stuff. And, um, you know, that does a lot to your self-esteem and, um, you know, and how you look at yourself. And, it um, yeah, it can be very distressing at times. Um, so... I think it was just for me. It was to show that yeah, we've been all through that, but um, we've come out the other side, and um, and we look amazing. I mean, all the girls look fantastic, and um, you know, and I just you know, for someone who's coming in at the, at the start of that journey, to then look at this and go, you know what, these girls have been through so much, and you know, everyone can read through our stories on the website as well. Um, at at Burry, you, and they can, can see what they've been through and, and relate to the other girls as well. And um, yeah, and just to show that you know, I suppose that we're you know that we're strong women too, and yeah, we can try and make a difference in everything that we've been through. We can we can try and make a difference somehow and contribute as well.
0: Well, they're fantastic photos, and congratulations on the calendar. Thank you for joining me, Megan.
1: Thank you very much.